Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we'll enjoy highlights from our dulcimer jamboree, featuring both mountain and hammered dulcimers. Mark Jones has found an archival recording of Michigan dulcimer master Jay Round, and our friend Charlie Sandage presents a portrait of the Meadow Creek Project, a sustainable education facility located in the Ozarks. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. It's Dulcimer Jamboree 2022. Each year, dulcimer players from all over the country come to the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, for a weekend of learning, listening, and loving all things dulcimer. Each evening of the event features concerts by world-renowned dulcimer teachers and performers. Let's kick off this week's show with a medley of hot fiddle tunes played by Ben Hagwood and Kaylee Speaks.
You've just heard a medley of old-time fiddle tunes played by Ben Hagwood on Hammered Dulcimer and Kaylee Speaks on Fiddle. Ben and Kaylee are founding members of a band called Taller Than You. It seems like dulcimer players are one big happy family. And at events like our dulcimer jamboree, they're always willing to help each other out as backup musicians. Here, Ben and Kaylee back up Dwayne Porterfield and his mountain dulcimer. That was Scottish tune Loch Lomond, played on the Mountain Dulcimer by Duane Porterfield with Ben Hagwood and Kaylee Speaks. A few years ago, Duane, on a whim, signed up for the Dulcimer Contest at the Winfield, Kansas Music Festival and came away as the national Dulcimer champion. Here's Duane and his Dulcimer playing the Aaron Boat Song.
Next, we'll hear Dwayne Porterfield team up with another former national dulcimer champion, Aaron May, with a lovely mountain dulcimer duet called the Elk River Blues. Aaron May and Duane Porterfield playing a mountain dulcimer duet, the Elk River Blues. Another musician who shows up every year for our dulcimer jamboree is Rick Thumb, a talented multi-instrumentalist from St. Louis. Here he joins up on stage with Aaron May, Aaron playing the mountain dulcimer with Rick on a hammered dulcimer.
That was Aaron May and Rick Thumb playing a medley of tunes in the key of A. That was just a short segment of a tune called Back of the Moon, written and performed by Janice Huff on Mountain Dulcimer. Janice was accompanied on guitar by her husband, Spike. It's time now to take a short break. When we come back, I'll be making my weekly trip down to the vault for a visit with my friend, Mark Jones. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. I've been thinking lately about dulcimers. Um, we just had a, our annual dulcimer jamboree here at the Folk Center, and I'm going to head down to the vault and see if Mark Jones has got any dulcimer music for us. Hey, Mark. Hi, Dave. How are you? Well, I'm good. You know, I, we just had our dulcimer jamboree and uh, had some fine hammered dulcimer players on the stage, and I was thinking about a guy who used to come here uh, a lot from Michigan, Jay Round. Do you remember Jay? I sure do. Jay was a real good friend of mine. He, in fact, he came here probably eight, nine years when uh, the Folk Center first opened up and we had our festival here every year, and he would come up and play on the shows. Plus, he played for a lot of the dulcimer weekends that was going on back then. you think it'd be hard to find uh, some of his music here? Oh, no. I run across some just the other day. It's right here. My gosh, you've got everything down um, here. I got a mind like a steel trap. Yeah, rusty, huh? <laughs> Real rusty. 
But this is a good uh, recording of some Irish ballads and, and songs that he did one evening here at the Folk Center. Well, let's listen to a little bit of Jay Round. All right. That's the Jay I remember, all right. That's great. He's really fine. Yeah, he was a fine player. That's a great instrument, too, the old hammered dulcimer. Related a lot, I think, to a piano. It's got hammers that strike the strings, just like a piano does. It is. Uh, many instruments came from the hammered dulcimer. The uh, harpsichord, the piano, a lot of different instruments came from the hammer dulcimer. Well, it was great to hear Jay Round again after all these years. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you. There's a good reason why we continue to have the dulcimer jamboree here every year and why so many dulcimer lovers show up for it. There's been a shop here in Mountain View, Arkansas for 50 years that has produced thousands of dulcimers and dulcimer kits that have been shipped worldwide. You'd better roll the rug back now and grab your honey because it's time for the front porch waltz.
That beautiful tune was the Front Porch Waltz, written by St. Louis musician Rick Thumb and performed on our stage by Rick, Ben Hagwood, and Kaylee Speaks. They were joined on that tune by upright bass player Gresham McMillan. In this show so far, we've heard a lot of tunes played on the dulcimer. The mountain, or lap dulcimer, is also a great accompanying instrument for the human voice. Here are a couple of fine traditional songs sung and played by our dear friend, Rhode Island native Aubrey Atwater. My home is on a craggy rock by the dark and briny sea, where round me rolls the changing tide and wild winds whistle free. And here in grave or gayer mood, I on the waters float and cheerly row and cheerly row my bonny bonny boat and cheerly row and cheerly row my bonny bonny boat here i can watch the sportive fish and seabirds skimming night and watch the proud and stately ships all o'er blue waters fly and here in grave or gayer mood i on the waters float and cheerily row and cheerily row my body body boat and cheerily row and cheerily row my body body up my cottage home and the swelling waves my threshold lave then break in snowy foam and here in grave or gayer mood I on the waters float and cheerily row and cheerily row my body body My bonny, bonny boat. If fate should ever tempt my feet mid far off scenes to roam, I still should think with love of thee, my rocky wave bound home. And Cheerly row, my bonny, bonny boat, and cheerly row, and cheerly row, my bonny, bonny. 
cheerly row and cheerly row my body body boat and cheerly row and cheerly row my body Ballad of Ida Lewis and the Conscript's Departure 
played and sung by Aubrey Atwater. You may recall that Aubrey's a regular contributor to our folklore segment on this show. Before we go to a break, I want you to hear my old friend and bandmate, Joe Jewell. At 81 years old, Joe's still a powerhouse on the hammered dulcimer. Here's Joe knocking out three Irish pokas. Joe Jewell of Mountain View, Arkansas, playing a medley of three Irish polkas, Maggie in the Woods, Sean Ryan's, and Bill Sullivan's polka. Let's take a short break now. When we come back, we'll hear from Charlie Sandage about a place called Meadow Creek. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage is here to profile the Meadow Creek Project, a sustainable agriculture and education facility located in the Ozarks. Here's Charlie. Along the southern reaches of Stone County, around 45 minutes from the Ozark Folk Center in Mountain View, Arkansas, is Meadow Creek. It's a valley, essentially, and its surrounding ridges. 
The first time you go, you need someone who knows the place to guide you, or else you have to be pretty strong-willed about following directions. Otherwise, quite a while before you actually wind down into the valley, you'll have given up, thinking, I know they told me to follow this road, but this is going nowhere. But Meadow Creek is a somewhere real enough to remain a presence in the memory of anyone who has been there, especially someone like Mountain View's unofficial town greeter, J.C. Bonds. The old house was built around the turn of the century, late 1800s, and uh, my granddad, Andrew Bonds, had seven boys, and they grew up there and with music. My granddad played the fiddle, my grandmother played the fiddle, and they would have a dance square dance on Saturday night. Move all the furniture out of that one big bedroom I thought was so big. They would ride horses from all over, you know, and uh, they work hard all week, you know, in fields, and then on Saturday night it was time for a dance. It's a story you'll surely hear if you go chasing after the roots of any genuinely folk-based music. Entertainment, like food and shelter, was homemade and that spawned homemade musicians. You can take your pick of a score of Stone County families with a strong musical tradition, the Blairs, the Taylors, J.C. Bonds' family, but Meadow Creek's Morrison twins, Abby and Absey, were among the first in the nation to have their music recorded and distributed widely. J.C. remembers them and their extended family. Uh, the Morrison family... They were all musicians, Willie and Fate and then Glenn and goes even down to Richard, you know, and music was a big part of their life, you know, it kept them going. Meadow Creek was never an organized town, just one family's subsistence farm after another strung along its ridges and throughout its valley. One period of relative prosperity began when the Missouri and North Arkansas Railroad appeared along its southern boundary in 1907. Meadow Creek was one among several communities whose economy became tethered to whistle stops along the rail line. Tom Simmons, the Ozark Folk Center's first general manager. All of the small communities was, in fact, a little hub to the surrounding area. Allberg is a good example. People from Meadow Creek would come up there and buy groceries from J.B. Thompson's General Mercantile. At one time, Allberg even had a hotel, had a restaurant, had a blacksmith shop. All of the things that support a rural agrarian community. And uh, lots and lots of timber was shipped out from down there. And they had a spur line over a quarter of a mile long where they'd set cars out to be loaded with cross ties, piling, whatever was going out, you know, of the, of the region. For around 40 years, Meadow Creek and its sister communities shared an economy based on subsistence farms supplemented by cash income from wood products, cross ties, structural timbers sold to the railroad, and farm produce shipped out on the railroad. Subsistence farming and some source of cash income it's a concept that has a new life here because of a present-day organization known as the Meadow Creek Project. Gary Valen is its director. Well, Meadow Creek was founded in 1979. Two brothers, David Orr was a professor. His brother was a contract uh, worker, owned a construction company down in um, 
New Mexico. And the two of them just decided that they wanted to try to build a sustainable village, one that emphasized alternative lifestyles, such as, you know, using solar passive houses and living off the land as much as they could. So the first phase was just construction. And a lot of volunteers uh, got college students involved. People came up from Little Rock, uh, some local people. And it was a great dream. Funding was available for environmentally-themed projects in those days, and the Meadow Creek Project has ranged from sustainable agriculture to animal rescue and beyond. A guest dorm, barns, and available house and farm plots still operate there. Among its current goals is exploring whether that combination of subsistence farming and some source of supplemental cash income is once again a viable model in the information age, and in an age when handmade and homemade products have a market. So here's our idea. I mean, we're out here now in the semi-wilderness, and uh, we've got uh, resources. And and, uh, so if we could help people to understand that they could live out here. They could, they could grow their own food or as much of it as they wanted to. Uh, we, we'd like to say if you could grow 30% of the food out of your own garden or, or buy from local farmers and stuff, that would really change the whole economy of this nation. Their kids would uh, have all kinds of experiences in nature and so forth. But let's just say we could find a different economy, not one that's reliant on so much on the land, but on the very things that uh, the kids are into right now. The the internet, you can make a living on the internet. People are doing it right now in cubicles, sitting in suburbs and high cities and so forth. They can do that out here. People figuring out how to live on their own, but in a place where neighbors take care of one another. It reminds me of J.C. Bond's story that old-time musician Waco Johnson told him about how he first met J.C.'s grandpa. It was on a narrow wagon trace they called the Mail Trail. There wasn't room for two wagons to pass, and he said, uh, my granddad was leading a team of like nine wagons loaded with cross ties coming off the mountain. And so they got their wagons stopped, and he said my granddad got off, and they, some of the men said they unhooked our horses which was Waco and his dad, picked the wagon up and set it off on the side of the hill. And then they uh, got the wagons, the nine wagons by, and they got them stopped. They came back and picked their wagon up, put it back, hooked the horses up, and they'd go on up the mountain. Meadow Creek, people doing something more than just getting by then and now. Thanks, Charlie. I mentioned earlier in the show that dulcimer players are like one big happy family. When they meet here each year for the dulcimer jamboree, it's like a family reunion. It's fun to watch folks get together to share tunes and maybe show off a new instrument. One artist who's always popular here is Bing Futch. Bing is a new breed of talent in the world of the mountain dulcimer. While he performs traditional dulcimer tunes, his influences from all areas of music have been adapted to his dulcimer playing including the use of effects pedals and other whiz-bang electronic stuff. Let's close out this week's show with Bing playing a medley of tunes, finishing up with Bing being joined by all the other musicians on the show for Texas and the Hangman's Reel.
you wanna come to? I got my reservations and I got one for you. Trains are leaving just after dark. I have a room for a loving heart. I know where I'm going. Don't you wanna come too? I know my destination. It's waiting for me. I got no hesitation. That's where I want to be. By the time that the sun comes up, I'll be drinking from a loving cup. I know where I'm going. Don't you wanna come to? Here's the chorus. Don't you wanna come? Don't you wanna ride? Don't you wanna be there by my side? Hand in hand, holding on to the sweet salvation that's waiting for me and you. Yeah. Don't you want to come to?
everybody. Bing Futch, everybody. Bing Futch. California native and now Florida resident Bing Futch. In that set, Bing played Cut You Down and I Know Where I'm Going and then was joined by pretty much every other musician we have heard on this week's show for a great finale, Texas and the Hangman's Reel. I hope you've enjoyed our Dulcimer Jamboree show. I'm your host, Dave Smith. I hope to see you back here next week for Ozark Highlands Radio. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Mm-hmm.